your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. Uh, I'm also taking messages on the WBSM app chat. I see uh, Max from New Bedford said, what about Scott, the Sandman Pemberton? Show some respect. Uh, so I, I don't, not entirely sure what you mean. Um, I did mention Scott Pemberton. Uh, who, who I said's a good guy is either if I didn't know his nickname was the Sandman. Uh, if if it is, then uh, um, then I and I saw Scott the Sandman Pemberton uh, at uh, Oh My Dog uh, on a cushion F. the the point The point was that that Scott or Scott the Sandman, uh, Scott Pemberton, as uh, one of the app chat users, Max from New Bedford calls him, uh, has. Put out a really good product over there. It's a, it's a great restaurant, and uh, Tim was there earlier, uh, broadcasting there, and so I'd I'd wanted to try it, so I, I stopped by as well, and uh, this is very good. Uh, I, uh, I I the it's a very very good. So I suggest you check it out. So do it for Scott. Do it do it for the Sandman. So. 508-996-0500. We're also taking messages on the app chat if you want to get on the program. Open phone lines for the rest of the show. So, Chris, like I said, Chris will be back tomorrow. You're going to hear the mayor on Tim's show tomorrow. There's a lot for him to react to. You know, he's in the U.K., so he hasn't reacted to the elections or any of that stuff. But um, as it is with Tim and with us, uh, I think when we usually – usually when we have Tim on, we like to um, – I think we split the conversation up pretty. I mean, we have the mayor on, uh, especially on the same day. I think Chris and I and Tim, uh, we do a pretty good job of splitting the conversation up because um, he's the mayor. There's a lot. He's got a lot to do and there's a lot to talk about. So I think we're going to do a good job segmenting that uh, conversation a bit. So um, and of course, uh, well, you know. Uh, I'm taking your calls for the rest of the program at 508-996-0500. Actually, we've got a call on the line now, so let's go to it. Good evening. Hey, Marcus, how you doing? Hey, Tom, what's up? Well, I, I think the, uh, the repudiation of, of the Trump era has been accomplished. Yeah. Uh, considering this red wave situation uh, where I, I think the Congress is going to have enough regular conservative Republicans to join with Democrats in passing legislation. Maybe. Uh, regardless of McCarthy. Yeah, I'll, I'll say maybe, but the opportunity is there. The the, the, uh, the biggest thing is who has the, the, the most important thing, Tom, is uh, who has the gavel and who has the gavel decides what gets on the floor, you know? Sure. So, sure. It, you know, whether it's a two-seat or a hundred-seat majority, Kevin McCarthy can say no. And that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, the, the only thing scary about all that is he's third in line for the presidency. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think he, he, he's he just not capable yeah. of, of uh, wielding the Be, way Pelosi wielded. But people forget. Well, people forget that uh, when it came time to name a new speaker after John Boehner had retired, 
that they named Paul Ryan. And Paul Ryan at the time wasn't like, I don't think had a leadership position. He just had in the house. He just happened to be the guy. He just had happened to be the guy um, that uh, ran for vice president most recently. And so they picked him to be the speaker of the house because they were concerned with Kevin McCarthy and his leadership uh, abilities. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But when you look at uh, what actually happened, when there were 131 uh, candidates, congressional candidates on the ballot that still believed that the election uh, was cheated on. Yeah. And, they, they, and and you had decent, I mean, really decent uh, Republican candidates that got primaried by these folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that, I got to believe that those organizations that got primaried by Trump turned around and voted for the Democrat party. Well, yeah, they, they, they did. That happened in Washington's, I think third congressional district. They primaried a Republican who had that seat for a long time. Who was a more moderate type of guy for, um, some insane election fraud lunatic. And then the Democrats flipped that seat, which I think every elections forecaster said, if they hadn't primaried that guy, they would have won in the general election. No problem. You get that situation. And then today it was reported that uh, Trump going around having fundraisers for like Herschel Walker. uh, (laughs) He went in, uh, raised money and left Walker with 10 percent of the fundraising and took the rest. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing (laughs) in Arizona. Same thing in Nevada. Only the percentages went lower. So, you know, he's just he's a money guy. He, he, He can't he can't relieve himself from. Having his entire a focus on money. He's a fraudster. Yeah. That's just what he yeah, does. Absolutely. That's always and what he's he done. He still hasn't filed his income tax yet and yeah. uh, claiming that it's still being audited. Yeah. You don't have any banks that, are, except for one, that allow him to, to borrow money. Mm-hmm. I'm really concerned of the Ma- yeah, I'm really concerned of, of the Mar-a-Lago incident right now, particularly yeah. uh, with the Russian situation that we have. If he he or a member of his family sold war plans to Saudi Arabia, I'm convinced, and this is yeah, sure it's simply opinion, but for the for the prince of Saudi Arabia against all the recommendations of his uh, sovereign government over there, not to give two billion dollars to Jared, and he did it anyway. Yeah. There was a trade done there, and I, I'm convinced it was a war plans uh, for the Middle East. Maybe even uh, Russia, maybe even China, and wouldn't just give him two billion dollars against his own people's uh, uh, recommendation not to. And if that's the case, you know, we may have, as you say, a candidate for president that's going to be indicted for espionage. So I, I mean, I'm like sitting here going, I think people have had it with the guy; they're sick of it, and I want to see him get the nomination. You know? Yeah, and, 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 well, well, even if he doesn't, they're not going to it's it's I, I just don't think it's going to be all that simple for 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 Republicans to just say, oh, well, we're, we're done with Trump. Like, no, that's it's not that easy. Uh, yeah. he, first of all, he won't make it that easy. Right? He's completely destroyed the Republican Party. Yeah, uh, I think he, he's completely destroyed most of the demo- diplomatic uh, efforts of our nation throughout the world. You know, I, I can go back to Helsinki and, and what he said there. Yeah. against our national security advisors like you gotta be kidding me and people just kept making excuses for this guy oh give him a chance and then ultimately we found out what he was really about on january 6th 
Right. He, it's like, come on, this guy should, <laughs> he's got to announce it tonight, but he, he should never be president. Never. Yeah, he shouldn't. Some say, some people say that's why he's running. I think he's just doing it for the money, for the campaign contributions. He he siphoned off uh, last time money that, that you know, allegedly he was using for his attorneys. And, and, and you could bring it down to the sheriff's fundraising nationwide for the wall. Nobody knows what happened to that money. Even our own sheriff couldn't say, oh, it went to a private entity. That's mm-hmm. not an explanation. What happened to the money? Yeah, I think Steve Bannon's going to jail for it. Yeah, you got, you got that piece. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that he's got to be remembered for indictments, convictions, and pardons. And yeah. that's about it. You know, all this talk about what a great president he was, you know, giving the tax breaks for the for the wealthy. And all they did is buy back their stock and got richer. They didn't have anything to do with, with, with increasing the economy of our nation. And all this stuff about, well, we, we were energy self-sufficient and all that. You know, they weren't faced with what happened because of Ukraine. They weren't faced with a reduction from Saudi Arabia, you know, and, and this whole energy independent thing was a bunch of crap, you know, and they're claiming, you know, they kept claiming that the Keystone pipeline, there hasn't been a drop of oil coming out of the Keystone yeah. pipeline yet. And yeah. That, there's, that, there's a, I mean, the, I think, I think the, the midterm elections speak for themselves and where people stand with Donald Trump in the general public, but the, the Republican primary, I think is a different story. And I think he's going to yeah, win that primary. I agree. I agree. Hey, Tom, yeah. I got some calls on the line, but call back later. Yeah, bye. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello. Oh, hey, Marcus. Hey, what's up? Hey, I don't know if my, uh, I have a couple of questions, but I don't know if my eyesight's going, but did you catch the red wave? I, I think I missed it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's, it was, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not, but it is, you know, it's pretty pathetic. Uh, other question, Marcus, you don't have to name any names, but I know he's your friend. Do you think Hugh Dunn's seat will be highly contested? Do you think a few people will, will run it's for it? It's a good question. Um, we're not hearing a lot. We're not hearing a lot uh, about people wow. who might want to run. I'm hearing rumors here and there of people that have run before that would run. But, you know, the, the thing is with people that ran before, and, and this isn't, you know, maybe they'll they'll come back and they'll be stronger candidates. But the people that ran before didn't, like, it wasn't even close. So, like, he won 53% in the six-way preliminary, and then he won 69% of the vote in the general. So uh, I don't know if these candidates are going to, like, if they come back, like, they're, those people are going to be the front runners or whatever because I don't know if someone else is going to emerge that's going to actually run a stronger campaign. I mean, maybe those candidates will run a stronger campaign. Maybe they've learned some yeah. lessons uh, in the time that... Uh, since that since that election, but uh, I think you might see someone like a Hugh Dunn come out. I think you might see someone that's that's like kind of comes out of nowhere, but has a really good resume. Um, yeah. I, I also could see someone like Lisa Lemieux. I asked her if she was going if she was running. She she didn't uh, she was noncommittal about it. Uh, Lisa Lemieux would I think would be a strong candidate in Ward Three as well. But um, anybody else, I, I I don't know. Well, thanks, Marcus. Congrats again. I'm sure a lot of people are happy the work you did to get a uh, hot. Well, you know, having uh, that candidate on to beat a uh, hot. You know, I didn't have. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't don't do that to me. I didn't oh, have. Tom, I didn't have Paul Hero on to beat Tom Hodgson. I had them. I, sorry, I gave them each. Fault. I gave them each equal time on the air. Okay. I made it a point to do that. I didn't have sorry. anybody on to beat anybody. We had an open forum here with the yeah. candidates, and the voters chose. 
uh, Hero over Hodgson narrowly, but that wasn't because I had orchestrated anything. I just wanted to make that clear. But I do appreciate you giving me credit for having a forum for the Bristol County Sheriff's uh, election. Thank thank you. Have a good night. All right, thanks. Um, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, I just want to know, um, who's that guy that called before that other guy? Is his name Tom? Yeah, he's a former city councilor, Tom Kennedy. Yeah, I want to know what kind of drugs he's on, because I'm telling you right now, I need some to, to get me through this Looney Tune uh, administration that we're dealing with nowadays. I can't. I, I, hey, listen, I got a question for you. Sure. Uh, where's my refund check from the state? Is it lost with all the uh, the ballots that, were, <laughs> that, the, that the Democrats hid? I, I've heard some people have gotten their checks uh, either through you're either going to get it through direct deposit apparently or through um, or through a check in the mail. Okay, I'm yeah. just curious because I mean I don't know how the hell this election got stolen from us once again. But hey, I think they need to get rid of those mail-in ballots. You, you think the I election? Think that's what's doing it? You think the election was stolen? Oh, it's it was absolutely. I mean, come on. Why Let's is, be honest. Yeah, how can you possibly? How can you possibly say that the Democrats are doing a good job right now? Right now, as we speak, gas is now at an all-time high. Unemployment, okay, is at an all-time high. Oh, well, it was. According to Biden's numbers, though, it's, it's at an all-time low, okay? Yeah. And he's got, he's got 10 million jobs, and, you know, Nancy Pelosi wants him to run again for freaking president. It's like, come on, give me a break. Well, well, How can you have this geriatric fool run again for office? I agree. Um, I agree. First of all, I, I do agree. She probably shouldn't run again. But um, and I agree that the conditions definitely allowed for Republicans to have a much stronger performance than they had. But could that perhaps be because the Republicans ran bad candidates? So let me ask you this. Then. I mean, I, obviously, you know, you, you clearly don't you don't think the election was stolen. But what can what can possibly explain the eight hour blackout that they had at Maricopa County? Yeah, what, what could possibly explain how the cameras just automatically shut off for eight hours straight, and then next thing you know, the Democrats are in the lead? Or once again, right in front of our noses. I mean, well, when did this wake up? When did this blackout happen? It happened in the middle of the night, for eight hours. The after, I don't, I don't know the time frame. I mean, yeah. I heard it on the, I heard it on the news, but it was, it was a legit blackout. On, well, look it up. Why didn't the Democrats then give themselves the House seats they need in Arizona to get the majority in the in the House. I don't know. I don't know. You got me on that one. But why was there a blackout to begin with? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It's honestly the first I'm oh. hearing of, of it. So um, yeah, check I'll, it out. Look it up online. You'll find it. It's yeah. all over CNN and uh, uh, MSNBCs. All all the all the Democrat stations are covering it. Okay. Crazy. But listen. Um, that, that guy Tom, I I, I, I got to disagree with him on a lot of things. He's sure. Saying, I mean, we we were we were we were energy independent. Okay, we weren't relying on Russia. We weren't relying on on, on China. We we had no and and a lot. And, uh, Ukraine, the war in Ukraine happened because it happened under Biden's watch. Okay, it happened right under his nose. The one because he had no backbone. He has no backbone whatsoever. Trump had that guy. He had Putin underneath his thumb. He could. He, he had. He had him literally underneath his thumb. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, the uh, the Rainbow Rainbow Pride freaking uh, whatever it is. There, the party. I don't care what party you belong to. Okay, the Rainbow Green. I don't know if you saw that. Did you vote? I, I'm sure you did. The 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 Green Rainbow Party in Massachusetts. The green Rainbow Party. Yes. What is that? 
It's what like a. Kind of it's like a. Yeah, it's like the like a a, a third party left wing uh, political party. Uh, that's like what I, that's what I kind yeah, of yeah, like the like Green Party. Yeah, Green Party. He had everybody. I mean, he had everybody under his thumb. I mean, China. Well, he had China so in check. I mean, that was he would have never okay walked three quarters of that stage at the G twenty to go meet uh, the, the 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 chairman or whatever you want to call him, the president of you know China. Yeah, he would have never he would have never walked all the way over there. There would have been a standoff. There would have been a what, what do you call those old western standoffs when they're both standing there waiting to you know what I mean to see who was gonna make the next move. Yeah, I mean after I mean, he would have never after um that, after Putin that shows sign of weakness. After Putin you know decided I mean? yeah, I d I don't know. After Putin decided to um after Putin decided to uh invade Russia, I believe both Trump and uh, Mike Pompeo, his defense secretary, had uh, actually lauded him for the decision. I, I think he had a, actually a pretty good relationship with uh, with Vladimir Putin, and and I think the reason one of the reasons Trump was impeached the first time is because he withhold he withheld foreign aid from Ukraine. So I'm not sure if Donald Trump would have been rushing to the defense of Ukraine uh, against no, Russia. Didn't. No, he, I don't think he would have. I mean, but at the same time, it would have never happened under his watch. Putin wouldn't have been that stupid to to, to invade Ukraine. I mean, Trump said it right from the get-go. You know what I mean? He had, I mean, I, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what party you belong to. You got to give the guy credit. I mean, he had this he had this country in check. Okay, everything we had was great. Gas prices were great. Groceries are great. I'm, I was making more money in 2000 and. And uh, uh, 2000, between 2016 and 2020, I made the most money I ever made in my life. Okay, now me and my family are struggling to make ends meet mm. because I'm paying, I'm putting $80 in gas in my truck. Okay, I'm paying 400 and something dollars a week in groceries, feeding for, you know, my wife and two kids. And it's, it's like, I mean, it's crazy. And it's, it's not, and, and believe me, $400 at the grocery store does not go a long way. You know, two hundred and seventy-five dollars, two hundred and eighty dollars is what we used to pay at the store. Yeah, I mean that got us a whole carriage full. I mean, four hundred dollars gets us a whole carriage full too, but still, it's not double the price. I understand. Yeah, you know, crazy. I mean, it's just absolutely nuts that these people are still voting blue. I mean, wake up, people. You yeah, know, you just gotta wake up. Again, maybe the alternatives aren't aren't great either. Uh, I think there's maybe a lot of unease about Trump after January sixth and all of that. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think Trump. Okay, tonight. Is my prediction on that on that announcement? Mm-hmm. He's going to announce that he's running for the house, uh, for the for the seat in the house. Okay, for the speaker. He's going right, to run that. for speaker of the house. Hey, <laughs> I think he's going to run for speaker of the house. That he's would gonna, be incredible. He's gonna get the vote. He, hey, he's going to get the votes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, and, he would. And and he's going to end up. I know you're probably thinking I'm nuts, but hey, <laughs> I, I would I would love that. I would love that announcement. I, I hope it. I hope it. I, that would I be really wild. Do. I think he would get the votes, and you know what would happen is that he would end up impeaching, and he would actually have grounds on impeachment, unlike the the three four witch hunts that they performed on him. You know what I mean? That they all. Did, did, I mean, he clearly wasn't impeached. They had no grounds the, for impeachment, the, but they kept going after him. Well, you need to um, do the same exact thing to Biden and Kamala Harris. Okay, and I'm telling you right now. They're going to get impeached, and he's going to end up out of the White House, and here comes Trump walking in all glorious with his MAGA red tie on and just walking in and taking the taking the Oval Office back because that's what we need. I uh, you know? I hope for story value 
um, that you're correct because I, I would really enjoy covering that. Hey, listen, I've got some other calls on the yeah. line. I've got to take them, but yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. you calling Thanks in. Taking my call. Absolutely. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, Marcus. Hey. If everybody's on drugs, it's the guy who just got off the phone. Tom Kennedy's right on the money as far as I can see, and and that snake Trump is so sneaky I wouldn't. I he brought out a good point about the espionage and selling for money. I believe uh, people don't see that in him, though. All they see is the stuff this guy got off the phone on, yeah, talking about uh, the gas and all this other baloney. You know, they don't look at the the other things. It's 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 not true. Like Tom said, if you look at his side, there's two sides you can look at, I guess. Yeah. But in my book, he's a scumbag. He'll never be my president. Never. I, I think he's going to have an issue uh, in, a, in a national. I think he's going to have an. I, I think he'll win the nomination. I do think he's going to have an issue uh, running um, with all the Mar Lago stuff and all of that. But uh, I mean, you never know. I didn't think he'd get elected the first time, so who knows? Yeah, all I had to say was that. So have okay. a good night. You as well. All right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, you know what's interesting about the the prediction that he's, that he's going to run for Speaker of the House? Uh, you don't actually need to be a you don't actually need to be a um, a member of the House to be elected Speaker of the House. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, I will say what I don't that's a that's a big job. <laughs> That's not an speaker of the house is not an on the rails job. Uh, you know, actually, I was you know I was talking with um, Congressman Keating a while back, uh, and he was telling us about how Nancy Pelosi is like indefatigable. Like they take these you know plane trips to um, you know they're taking plane trips to to NATO right, and you know during this whole uh, Ukraine thing because Keating's on the uh, Keating's on the House, uh, he's on the House Foreign. Um, uh, committee on uh you know foreign uh foreign relations and he chairs a subcommittee on uh, on energy and um and he was talking about how you know they'll do these flights over to um you know on the congressional plane over to um over to nato and uh, you know across and meeting with Zelensky and all of that uh, talking about what's going on over there. And then on the plane back the whole time, you know, she'll be meeting with staff and doing all that. That's a real job. That's a hard job. It's not one that you can do on the rails. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I guess it's conceivable. It's, I, it's, it's, you know, it would be an interesting, um, it would be an interesting for store for story value. I'd, I'd really enjoy that. I hope that's what it is. Cause I would, Chris and I would have definitely a lot of fun talking about it, but I, I think he's probably going to announce he's going to seek the nominee. He's going to run for president again. And, and uh, the, the question is, is he going to run as a Republican? I would say probably um, some people are saying he might run third term, uh, third term, third party. Maybe I think he'd just, I think he would save that and run third party. If he didn't get the nomination, uh, if he felt like he was screwed out of the nomination, like I said, I don't think they're going to unbind Trump from, you know, there's a lot of, I think most Republicans that are going to vote in a primary want Donald Trump to run again and, and want him to be nominated. What I don't, th I, I, I don't, I think Ron DeSantis is like the, you know, like the, 
the media pick, right? He's the media pick. All of the Wall Street Journal and Rupert Murdoch-owned entities, right? They all want uh, DeSantis. All the all the people with bow ties, they all want DeSantis, right? But most Republican voters, most regular people for Republicans want Donald Trump, and um, I, I think he'll. I think he. I think he would win that nomination. Uh, I think. I think it would be pretty easy too. All the polling too seems to suggest, um, and I know what Sarah Palin said: polls are for strippers. But um, all the polling would seem to suggest uh, that Trump is still a clear favorite to win that nomination if if he seeks uh, if he seeks it. So that's what I think he's doing. Uh, we will find out uh, soon, I suppose. I'm going to take a break now. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the programs. Got open phone lines and uh, open messages on the WBSM app chat. So shoot us a message. Give us a call. Welcome back. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. This is South Coast Tonight. Uh, normally, Chris McCarthy is joining me, but he'll be joining me tomorrow when we have uh, New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell. He's going to come in. He's on during the day with Tim. Uh, then he's on later with us. Again, we usually split the conversation up uh, pretty evenly. Um, we have different conversations with uh, uh, Mayor Mitchell than Tim might have. Of course, I mean, you know, Tim's going to get his reactions on uh, all the happenings that happened while he was uh, in the UK. Um, but we're going to, um, but we're going to, uh, you know, have some different conversations with him. Uh, I'm taking your calls for the rest of the show at five zero eight nine nine six. 0500. That's how you can get on the program. You know, we were talking about Donald Trump, who's expected to make his uh, announcement that he's running for president of the United States again. Um, no escalator this time, I guess, right? Uh, he's not doing the escalator thing. He's announcing it from um, Mar-a-Lago. I locked my... So, um, I remember the escalator. I never, I'll never forget the escalator. Uh, but um, so we're waiting on that. I do know GOP chair Jim, Jim Lyons, uh, mass GOP chair Jim Lyons is there with the president. So I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Yeah. How you doing, Marcus? Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, I, I want your, uh, your opinion on this uh this guy, uh, Sam uh, Bankman uh, uh, Freed. Oh, yeah. He also known as SBF of the FTX cryptocurrency. This, uh, what they're calling now is a multi-billion dollar Ponzi scheme. And uh, his um, parents are uh, professors at Stanford. And the mother was teaching about uh, cryptocurrencies with no experience. He's also uh, had given $39.8 million dollars to the Democratic Party, the yeah. second to largest donor behind George Soros. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't have really like in terms of like him. I mean, cryptos obviously was a big fraud. It always was. But um, the the thing is, in terms of like him giving to the Democrats, I mean, yeah, and there's bad. There's really there's really bad people that give a lot of money to, uh, you know, Democrats and Republicans. And like, yeah, I, uh, you know, Chris and I argue a lot about um you know, money in politics, I think, on the air. We talk about Citizens United, uh, which is the Supreme Court decision in 2010, I believe. That was a 5-4 decision. That was the majority opinion written by Anthony Kennedy that allowed basically an unfettered, uh, uh, you know, unlimited amount of money to uh, be in, uh, pumped into um, elections across the country that allows people like this to to influence elections. Now, I've seen some coverage here and there that like, oh, look, this guy, you know, basically bought the Dem Senate and it's like from Republicans. And now I'm hearing about people, you know, I'm hearing people crying about dark money in the quote unquote dark money in the in the Bristol County Sheriff's race. I'm hearing well, people. I'm hearing people crying about dark money now in the in the in the Senate race. And I, to, to those Republicans, I'd say, well, welcome to the fight for campaign finance reform. Uh, where have you been? He was running this FTX cryptocurrency uh, company out of a uh, brothel in the Caribbean with his buddies. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, the other thing that he was also funding Democrats. Yeah. Who oversaw the cryptocurrency legislation. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, but you're absolutely right. Dark money has, uh, you know, an impact on elections. Yeah, it, it impacts I, impacts both parties, I think, pretty significantly. Um, and I'm sure, you know, there were a lot of that had to do with the fact that, yeah, you, like you said, they were right. They were authoring that legislation. And so that's, you know, how they were getting that money. Right. And the billions of dollars on this FTX company. And uh, they said uh, he's going to file for bankruptcy. Uh, yeah. It's going to impact he, he, over a million creditors, and and there's two billion dollars with a B that's vanished that he can't, uh, he doesn't know where it is. Yeah, I know. Which it's, is a it's, lot of, you know, just baloney. Yeah, it's wild. And he went on a, um, he went on a, he like ran away, right? He 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 basically like disappeared. Yeah, well, hiding out in a brothel in the Caribbean. Maybe, that's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and no, it's a good time with his buddies. It's a wild yeah. story. And yeah, no, I don't think people like that should be able to uh, influence policymaking at all. I, I agree. But, it, you know, it does shine a spotlight, you know, like your, 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 what you just indicated with, uh, you know, all this kind of money getting poured into the two parties, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, that's going to have a, an adverse effect on the, uh, the American people because it, it, uh, it, it, it profits small interest groups uh, that, uh, you know, that make a lot of money yeah. at the detriment of uh, the average American. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Marcus. No, I, I agree uh, that, they, they, you know, guys like that make money at the, you know, um, maybe this, this guy in particular, I think, made money off of, I think, by kind of, uh, I think, duping a lot of rich people, honestly. But, um, but he's probably going to look, he's going to probably make Madoff look like, you know, small potatoes, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. as they... They go uh, investigate deeper and deeper into the uh, uh, the F this FTX crypto company and uh, of course. well they call him S SBF for short Sam uh, Bankman uh, Free yeah Sam but Sam I, I I thought I'd chime in and get your take on it sure yeah thanks for the call yeah have a good have a good night okay Marcus you as well yeah that's a pretty wild development I have seen some coverage on that like oh he's funding Democrats and all of that and I'm like yeah of course he is I mean it's probably you know remember when Trump um, 
during the uh, 2016 election had said he was giving money to both Democrats. He gave money, like he gave money to Hillary's campaign for president. I think in 2008, they listed a bunch of Democrats he gave money to, and he goes, "Yeah, I gave them money because you know they do stuff for me." He like said it out loud. You know, he's like, "Yeah, I gave them money. They, they do stuff for me. I give money to Republicans too." Um, you know, I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's a huge problem. You know, a lot of that talk about, you know, Chris is a, I think Chris has a different opinion on this. And we haven't, I don't think, had time for, uh, well, I'm sure we've had time. We just haven't had a, I guess, an opportunity to have a more long-form discussion on on campaign finance or any of that. He's a big supporter of of unlimited funds in um, in campaigning. Uh, I'm, I'm not. uh and again, that's probably a discussion that we can have at some point uh, that I think would be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of that stuff like, oh, well, look, he's funding Democrats, you know, a lot of Republicans scraping about it. And I'm, I'm not saying the caller was scraping about it, but I'm saying a lot of a lot of Republicans are scraping about it. And to what I'd say, like, yeah, well, welcome to the fight for campaign finance reform, I guess. I, I don't know what to tell you. All right. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to take a break now and then we'll be back. This is South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back tomorrow. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. Marcus McCarthy. South Coast Tonight is the place to react to all of the day's news and where they make some news of their own. Coming in right, please. Back to the talk now on WBSM. I think this was a Trump campaign song, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was. All right, let's get to the phones. Good evening. Hey, Marcus. You know, uh, I don't agree with you on really much of anything, you know, particularly uh, Supreme Court decisions. But one thing I have to say we have in common is I I heard you kind of off air this morning when uh, when I was on with Tim. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you get? Uh, dog. Oh, the, the I got the breakfast dog, uh, which so was really I good. Heard that. Yeah, and then uh, Scott gave me the um, Scott was making a street corn dog as well. Uh, Scott Pemberton, he made a street corn dog, uh, which was well, very I, very I good. I went up, I went up and got the breakfast dog after uh, I don't know a little while later. It was almost noontime. You guys were off the air. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just then. there quickly. And, and, and <laughs> but out, I yeah. tell you what, that was good. It was. It was a great <laughs> and, dog. And I just love. A small businessman like that making a go of it, and um, and I mean, boy, I, I wish him the best of luck. It was, it really was good. I, you tell they were all working really hard to make a go of it. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what, what do you think Trump's going to say here in another uh, little bit? That he's seeking the Republican nomination for president of the United States. Um, I, I, I think that's. I think that's it's the only uh, the only possible thing. The the, the 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 theory that the caller brought up earlier about him seeking the president of uh, the nomination for um, for Speaker of the House so that he could uh, backdoor his way into the presidency via impeachment of of Biden and Harris. I think is very would be a fascinating uh, story and. One that I would I would hope I hope that's the scenario because that would be very interesting for me to cover. But I think Ock, I think if, Occam's what if he said, razor. What if he said he's retiring. Hmm. What if he says he's retiring? Retiring he's, from what? What's he doing? What's he doing? 
He's not doing uh, anything. He's gonna he's gonna sit on that hundred million of uh, campaign funds he's collected and use it for his legal defense fund, yeah. which is legal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, what a crazy thing. I, I I think his I think his number is up. I don't I don't think he's got a future in the uh, American body politics anymore. But he's a very interesting guy, and uh, he's gonna capture our attention for at least another couple hours here. Yeah, I think at least the next uh, few years uh, going forward. Honestly, I think he's. I think if he, if he takes that nomination, I think if he. I think if he seeks that nomination, he's probably going to win that. Hey, you can call back in the third hour if you want. I got to take this break. Right. Thanks, Mark. Right, no Bye. problem. The WBSM app is. Things were gone. I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again. I think this is a Trump campaign song. I'm pretty sure it is. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today. I don't have time to play it through. Uh, maybe I will in the next hour. A couple of app chat messages. One from Scott Pemberton. Uh, so Sandman is uh, his cousin, who is a who is a um, who is a well-known boxer, uh, and they have the same name. So there's a bit of confusion. But uh, Scott Pemberton of the uh, Oh My Dog restaurant, which again I recommend. Uh, is not that same uh, Scott Pemberton, uh, but Max from New Bedford says, "Can you uh, can you comment on the corruption of BLM? Never mind, you wouldn't dare." No, I understand that there's an executive uh, that was accused of uh, siphoning like some some uh, large sum of money, uh, and I know he's being sued by another wing of of Black Lives Matter. I I know all of that. Um, I would say. Uh, in any in any uh, in any social movement, even worthwhile social movements, there's always going to be um, space and opportunity for people to grift uh, from that social movement. But that doesn't mean, however, that some of the core principles um, that uh, allowed that movement to um, gain steam and uh, become part of the mainstream doesn't mean that they're not worth um, pursuing or, or, or discussing. So that was that's what I'd say to that. But. Uh, 